It's time for building the game with Jason and friends with tabletop game design. The fun never ends, except the end of the episode. That's when it technically ends. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Building the Game. <laughs> that was fun. Uh, episode, a documentary podcast episode. <laughs> no, you're listening. This today is <laughs> Monday, July second. Angrily seen episode 579. <laughs> I am trying to be your host, Jason, but I'm really tired. It is Origins. It is 11.27 yeah. p.m., which doesn't sound late to you youngins out there listening, but <laughs> to people like me, it feels really late. So there's a bunch of us here uh, at Origins sitting around. Oh, security's coming. Uh-oh. This has happened to me before. I don't think this is security. Down. I think that's the cleaning. They're literally, their jackets say security. They're, they're, they're going downstairs. Security. I don't yeah. care. We're fine. Oh, that one says security. That guy's Papa security? Oh. Everybody be still like, won't say if you can't. PDPA security? Uh, PD. I thought it said Papa. They can only detect movement. I think it's the best security. Just start running. All right. What? <laughs> they're from the security office. Okay. Anyways, so, um, cool. All right. Anyways, sorry. Listeners, good podcasting. Uh, so, uh, uh, I'm Jason, you know this, that. This is the entertainment value of the podcast. Uh, singing the intro uh, will be our first person to introduce themselves. In case you don't know who it is, we're going to go around the circle. Everybody's going to say who they are and uh, what their favorite color is. Mm. I made that up, but let's do it anyways. Jamie Sabriel here, and my favorite color is purple and also teal. Uh, I'm cheating and picking two. That's right. Hi. <laughs> Um, I'm David Masnado, um, and my favorite color is yellow. Clearly. Uh, Roscoe Shock here, and my favorite color is blue. Boring. Clarence Simpson, favorite color is black. Ooh, all of them. I'm Maya Thomas, and my favorite color is teal. Mm. Emily Vincent, and my favorite color is purple. Mm-hmm. Oh. I know, that's surprising. You would think it was pink. It's <laughs> purple. Mm. Uh, my favorite color is chartreuse. Okay. That's I don't a know great color. It's lime green. It's yeah. basically lime oh, green. Nice. Yeah. yeah, but a little bit. But you're softer. just a little more judgy, and it's chartreuse. No, I just learned what that was for the longest time. I thought chartreuse was red. So when I figured out that it was actually my favorite color, lime green. Oh yeah. I was like, well, I'm gonna start saying that now, so I sound smart. But now I'm busted. Yeah. That was like me thinking vermilion was green, but nope. Oh. No, that's actually red. Yeah, that's see? red as hell. Swapped. Yeah. Yep. So uh, awesome. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna do something a little different tonight we're recording uh the audio is not as good i know i'm sorry uh we're on but a phone. we wanted to do this just hanging out together uh and also there's some computer issues back at btg central so uh, <laughs> BTG central. <laughs> so yeah uh in the studio we've had some problems <laughs> and uh we're gonna figure it out it's gonna be great um but what we're gonna do we're gonna start uh we're gonna go around and we're gonna just everybody's gonna just kind of talk about uh We'll start by just saying what you're doing, and then we'll do some fun questions if I think of stuff later. I've got some ideas. Um, we're going to go in reverse order, though, and then oh. we'll just keep going back and forth. So okay. we'll start with Emily. We're going to snake draft this. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, I understand that one. All right. Um, so I have been here. I have mostly been in the unpub room which I think uh, is probably going to be true of everyone else that speaks. But not everyone. No, that's not, not me. true. All right. Um, I'm so, official now. <laughs> so I decided to bring uh, a bunch of my prototypes here. I have five prototypes with me. Um, and I had three blocks at uh, the playtesting, at Uncalled Playtesting. So I've gotten mostly Pirates of the High Tees and Good Kitties to the table. And it's been um, a wild ride. I've gotten lots of excitement. I've gotten some real strong, uh, challenging feedback. I've come back from it. and. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a great playtest uh, after that, um, and I got a couple of my games that I'll call them very like nascent. They're very new, very early. Um, Good I use got of the them word to the nascent. table. Thank you, thank you. It's uh, my vocabulary really expands at 11:30 at night. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but got a bunch of help uh, from everyone here, but particularly Maya and Roscoe um, played a little bit of cross stitch. We just like threw a bunch of tiles on the table and like started piecing them together and uh, maybe there's really a game there. So um, I hit the expo hall a little bit um, and I've expanded my network, right? I got to meet a bunch of people, a bunch of publishers, a bunch of other designers. I got to play Diatomes, which I'm so excited about and meet Sabrina and Kat. Um, So it's just been, it's just been real fun, real fun. 
Awesome. I take the baton. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so this was, oh my gosh, my voice is dead. Uh, this was my first board game convention as a designer. The only one, other one I've been to was like four years ago at a local convention. So super, super fun. I got a chance to booth at Matthew Hawker's booth, who's part of Coo, he is Coo Games. Yeah. Uh, and that has been super, super fun. Really, really love it. Um, I got a booth, I got a demo, uh, Lily Hop, which is upstarting, upcoming Kickstarter, um, and I, I love, I love it. I want to do more demoing. I want to, yeah. I, I think I've realized, like, okay, I want to reach out to publishers and try to convince them that they should help me come to conventions and I will <laughs> yeah. demo for them. Um, and I, I mean, I think, I feel like I did a good job. I feel like it was worth it uh, for the both of us. Um, but I also got to bring uh, my two games, Scars of Ether and Clams Casino. Uh, and I both got to playtest them and pitch them to a bunch of publishers. Uh, most of it was just cold sell sheets, handing it to people, uh, talking with people when I can. I think for both of them, I had three really like solid interactions of like, this might lead to an, a next conversation, uh, which to me is phenomenal. I really, really loved just getting to meet people like that. Um, and what was really great is uh, I got to actually play test this new version of Clams Casino, which I had not done uh, <laughs> before I started pitching it to people. So I got to the green thumbs up. It does work. It does do what I think it does. So I didn't lie to a bunch of publishers. Um, yeah, so I think it's just been mostly boothing and then dinner uh, and then hang out in the unpub room trying to play as many people's stuff as I can. Didn't get to everyone's, which is a huge bummer, but that's okay. The baton. All right. <laughs> uh, this is Clarence. Uh, I am currently still riding a high from a playtest I just ran Ooh. just before this recording. Nice. Uh, for my game Scoundrel, which is like a bluffing and sleight of hand. I'm making sleight of hand into what? a game mechanic. Uh, and I have found at least a few members of my target audience because it was a hilarious playtest. Like every turn was just laughing out loud. All, all kinds of great, great, great feedback and everybody loved it. Some of them were already asking about buying it, so that's, that's always a good sign. <laughs> nice. Um, so yeah, I feel great about that. Other than that, um, I've been pitching a bunch, pounding the pavement in the hall, walking up and down it. Couldn't tell you how many times, but I've been pitching all the things Tricky Truffles, Vanity Plates, uh, da -da, Keep Your Paws Off, and what was my other thing? I had another thing. Scoundrel, the thing I just told you about. Yeah, uh, yeah so I, I met with a bunch of publishers, uh, lots of good FaceTime, and a couple leads, people like bringing back sell sheets to talk to the higher-ups, and a uh, couple pr prototypes handed off. Um, and then, so that was my first couple days. That was really busy, just lots of walking around the hall. And then finally finished my last pitch today, which is Saturday. Uh, then spending, uh, other than that, spending a bunch of time in the unpub room. Found out about family dinner. I didn't know that was a thing that Ben did. Apparently on every Saturday unpub ever, I guess. Yep. And I missed it every other time somehow. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was really awesome to be able to like have have pizza with everybody and not have to go out to, to dinner and deal with lines and crowds and being gone for two hours or whatever. Um, and yeah, that's, that's kind of me. Awesome. Uh, Roscoe here. Um, yeah, I got in Wednesday, um, after some plane delays and, uh, other things at like 1am. Um, so started my real, real, uh, origins uh, on Thursday. Um, one nice thing is I haven't been back since the pandemic. Um, so I probably was last here in 2019, I guess. Um, so origins is just a really cool place. Um, the, the ability to go over to, to the, to the market and check out all the food there, which is awesome. Lots of like interesting and good choices, getting some ice cream and just kind of like checking out the space and hanging out. So it's good to kind of be back. Um, I've mostly been um, volunteering at the Unpub Room, uh, helping to run stuff in the afternoons, and then also play testing games. So I think I played two of Jason's, at least two of Emily's, one of Maya's, 
one or two of Clarence's, I forget, uh, David's, not Jamie's because Jamie's too busy, so I haven't, uh-huh. I haven't seen, seen their That's games true. to be able to play it, but they can give their update. Um, so yeah, it was really awesome to just play everybody in BTG, but also other people just in the hall. Um, it's also cool. There's a bunch of people that I knew from other years um, at Origins or, and other places that I haven't seen in three or four years and connect with them again. So that's really cool. Um, I did have kind of one pitch officially. Um, so I was pitching my diplomacy card game. That was like first thing Thursday. So it was like right away after not getting any sleep. Um, but it went really well. Um, they took the prototype. And so I think there's a good chance that could turn into something. Uh, eggs aren't hatched yet, but we'll see see how that pans out. Um, so yeah, that's the basic gist for me. Very cool. Um, yeah, so I came in, um, this was sort of a last minute call to come here, and, and it was really made possible by um, Zach Stock, who is a designer, um, happens to live like 10 minutes from me in Philly, and um, reached out to me and was like, I'm, I think I wanna like, drive to origins but it would be way easier if we could if i could like split the drive with someone um (laughs) so i I ended up um you know scrounging together the cash and uh figuring out how to make it happen and i'm i'm pretty glad i did um i was just bringing roommates uh pretty much just to play test um and it was it was kind of tricky because i i don't like um, declining playtest offers like there's so many people who really want to try this game and like replay it but mm-hmm. I, I really wanted to go into um, this this convention with like exclusively like just people trying it for the first time I was just mm-hmm. going I was really trying to go in on looking at some UI changes and the onboarding um, and making sure that's as clear as possible um, and I, I think it's, I think it's moving in a really good direction. There's some, I got some really good notes from from Maya and Roscoe, um, and I'm I'm really excited about where it's going. I think there's some tangible, easy, quick wins, um, and a couple of other things that are a li- little more to think about, but um, definitely solvable. So the game's feeling like it's in a really good place. Um, I still really love it a lot, and I'm. I'm it seems like it's it's making people happy, so that's that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, it was just great to be here with everybody again. So yeah, yeah. Baton pass. Baton pass. Um, so yeah, Jamie here, and my heart is broken because David said I couldn't play roommates. I know. <laughs> I, I know. I hate. I hate it. I hate. No, I hate oh, doing I'm that. I'm sorry. I'm just it's... giving you, giving you, giving you heck. We love you. <laughs> we love you. No, I just I say it with it because I have a genuine joy, a love of roommates, and it's really exciting. But I uh, I got to play Fisher Fire, Matthew Hawker's yes. game, Fisher Fire, for the 25th time. It's uh, so fun. Oh it's my just god. Really good. I, 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 it's it's just pure joy. It's oh my god. I, I I asked Matthew if I could pitch it to someone for him tomorrow. <laughs> so I'm gonna do that. Um, yeah. Like Roscoe said, I have been super 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 busy. I'm here working every waking moment of the expo hall for the first time ever, which was kind of a surprise, and I'm a little. A little bummed about that I usually like to try to work like one or two days for two different companies and then have a day to myself that didn't happen this time and that was one of like many logistical nightmares that I've been subjected to this week so it's been a little stressful for sure my time outside of the expo hall hours and like away from the booth have been really really good though um, this marks uh, you know as listeners know I have games signed but it was a very non-traditional path to getting games signed this convention marks my very first time trying to do the like cold pitch thing where I print off sell sheets and I just walk up to publishers and say and email I emailed some ahead of time and a bunch of publishers I just walked up to their booth with a sell sheet and was like hey I I have a game do you want to sign a game um (laughs) and the reception has been overall extremely positive which I think is a really good another like flag of how cool this industry is which is just i'm still kind of reeling about which is super rad it's also i had this funny interaction with uh, some friends of mine that are here from the boston game makers guild which i've been a part of for such a long time um from way back in the day when i was only working on fight sequence every day for like millennia and one of them i I was telling them about all the stuff i brought because i have fight sequence i have experimental stuff for fight sequence 
I have the first set of Elemistic, the second set of Elemistic to test, and Wild Magic, which is the game I'm pitching right now. And I also brought, like, small notes for two other games to pitch to someone else. Um, and I was telling one of my Boston Game Makers Guild friends, and they were like, what the hell? Like, when did you come up with all of these other games? You went from one game to, like, a million. When did that happen? So that was really funny to talk about. Um, yeah, just like Emily, I've been doing a lot of networking and had pitch meetings and that was great and just like getting to chat with people that I admire and respect a ton from the industry that I've like only interacted with online for months or years and finally getting to meet in person which is cool. Thanks, that's nice of you to say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all Jason, baby. Every single person I, t I was talking about multiple people but it's actually just Jason 15 mm. times. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Um, yeah, that's that's the gist of my update. I won't get into all the nitty-gritty, but that's those are the broad strokes. I'm trying to keep it quick this time. Awesome. <clears throat> yeah, I got to play test. Actually, I was sitting here like, gosh, I didn't play test so many games, but I like looking at the people here, I'm like, I did actually. I played test in three of Emily's games, yeah. one of Maya's games, which was Claims, Claims yeah. Casino, which was super fun. Uh, just one of your games, uh, Tricky Truffles, which was I enjoyed very much. I did uh, the Tower City game with Roscoe, which was a lot of fun, and had um, little people in it, like the little t little tykes, little people. Fisher little Price. Tykes. Fisher Price. Fisher Price little people, yeah. Little but they're construction little, workers. Little yeah, like cabbage kids? construction workers. No, they're like, no. I don't know, I feel like, are they from the 80s? Legos? 90s. 90s, 2000s. Yeah, 90s or 2000s, 2000s. Yeah. the newer ones. Okay. And then um, I got to play Roommates, which was very, very fun. Uh, and I loved it very much. And I didn't get to play anything again by Jamie. Uh, though they did offer for me to play something, but instead we came and recorded this podcast. Yeah. Um, so I feel like I got the worst deal. Other than that, uh, <laughs> I've been able to play test the two games that I wanted to play test. I got one play test in of Super Robo Country, and that was with uh, several people here. It was a good time. Um, I got some great feedback on it. Um, so I was excited about that. I did two play tests of Haphazard Cadabra. Uh, the first one was really helpful and good. The second one, also helpful, uh, but a lot harder feedback to kind of process and to figure out what to do with. Mm. Um, so uh, I went from a group of people that were pretty excited about it to a group of people that were pretty not excited about it. Mm. Um, and so it's processing like... It's tough when it's in that order. It is, right? Yeah. Um, and it was nothing to do with the changes we made. In fact, without those changes uh, that were suggested, specifically the one by you, Roscoe, um, where you get extra stuff. Had that not been suggested, um, it, I think it would have been even worse for them. Mm. Um, so, so yeah. And the one person afterwards, Cat, actually was like, "This game was fun. Like, I was just bad at it, and I think there's some some things you need to fix with it." And I agree. And you know, one of the other playtesters was very big into talking about the prototype not being like what it needs to be, and like, I'm totally aware of that. Uh, and I realize now before Gen Con that I have to fix some problems with the prototype so that that can't be a critique anymore because like I don't want the focus on that I want the focus right. on the gameplay yeah. um, but they had some great suggestions and so I was I was pretty stoked uh, about the suggestions they had but it was just it was a tough playtest I was tired yeah. I was expecting a good playtest and then it didn't <laughs> yeah, feel so great afterwards oh, that yeah, was, those are the worst right where you're like this is going to be great and then I'm like oh this was not great that's why you always assume it's going to be bad that's yeah. just what <laughs> I do yeah just keep yourself that's what I usually low. do but I was y'all who played it the first night yeah. was just too nice to me um, <laughs> can I get the baton so, back for a second right. uh, yeah I was going to pass you in just a second. Wow, ahead, great. Well, I just wanted, I feel remiss in not mentioning that I also playtested a game from the circle here, uh, Maya's Scars of Ether, which I playtested a bunch of times. And one of the things that I really love as a takeaway from that, uh, you know, I love the game and I love playtesting it, but Maya and I had this amazing conversation afterwards where I, real, I was like throwing a volley of outrageous, outlandish suggestions at her. Best thing you do. Yeah, I mean, well, so it's... Like, it's not, except Maya and I talked about it. No, I and bet it was, actually is the best thing. <laughs> yeah, it well, really is. if it's a stranger, it's like, well, yeah. it no, could get a little kooky, yeah. So, mm -hmm. yeah, so we were talking about it. It's specifically because we have that trust built with each mm -hmm. other. And that was a really cool thing to sort of hear and think about. So that was something that I wanted to call attention to, because we have that level of confidence in each other, and that is rad, and go do that with your friends. Excellent, yes. And I was the one game that I was very, very sad I did not get to play. 
because um, we recorded this podcast. That's so okay. you better be appreciative listeners. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jason made so many sacrifices. All right. So now, unless somebody has a better idea, we're going to do some lightning round stuff uh, mm. where we go around and people answer my awesome questions. Yeah, pre-prepared. Yes. So, um, so the first one, um, and we'll start with Jamie, go back mm. around and I'll finish, and then we'll just keep reversing. So let's, you want to talk about games or not games? Yes. Games. Games. Games, all right. So everybody's going to go around and they're going to say what the favorite thing they played this weekend was. Hmm. One game that you thought was super duper fun to play. Published, not published, doesn't matter. What was the game? It could even be your own game if you really felt good about it. Oh, okay. (laughs) Uh, The second set of Elemistic that I played with Maya. it is expanding on a lot of the stuff that the first set does, and it was absolutely buck wild. Like we were just mm-hmm. astonished at the absolute nonsense that happened, but it was also so so brain burning, which is wild because it's yet another nine card game, um, and so I was alarmed and <laughs> I was kind of alarmed that I burned like our brains burned so much yeah. just from that nine cards and I was like what the oh god I I didn't expect to have to tone it down with a nine card game like what is happening uh, so that was really wild and of course Scars of Ether was fun and uh, those two games were literally the only two games that I played basically in full so the that first was one was your favorite the second one was your least favorite <laughs> by, te- by technicality yes so your game was your favorite and my Maya's game was game just was garbage uh, I I'm just that's I what am, you get I for am, naming more than one game. I am sticking with that, and I have okay. no regrets. Okay. <laughs> David. Um, so I, I realized as well I was a jerk and didn't mention all of the things that I play-tested by people in, in the circle. Um, I wasn't so I'm going to make gonna, people feel bad. No, <laughs> no. I'm gonna, I'm, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wreck on real quick and do that and then answer the lightning round question. I played um, Super Robo Country by Jason and also Jason's um, Haphazard Cadabra. All, I'm, gonna, I, I'm just going to say it like now as like a blanket statement for everything I played, they were all fantastic. So just assume <laughs> that that covers everything. Um, from Emily, I played Knitting Circle and uh, Pirates of the High Tees. I think that was it, right? Yeah. And then from, uh, from Maya, I played Clams Casino and uh, Scars of Ether. I played Clarence's um, Scoundrel. And then did I play something else? I think it was just Scoundrel this weekend, right? Yeah, you weren't there for Chunky Truffles when we no, played No, I think it was just Scoundrel. So. Um, and then unfortunately I didn't get to play anything from Roscoe and Jamie, um, but we, we had lots of lots of good conversation. I, I hung out a lot with Roscoe and we, we had lots of good conversation about some of the exciting stuff he's working on. At some point I'm gonna play All Mystic. Someday. Someday, it's, it'll happen. You know it'll where, happen. You know where I am. Maybe tomorrow. Um, and I, 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 I feel like Emily's so annoyed with me like saying it all the time but like it's uh, the favorite game of the weekend was knitting circle it's one of it's one of my two it's it's one of my two favorite games right now it's so good yeah (laughs) roscoe all right so i'm gonna pull a slight jv and give an honorable mention so um my one a is one a (laughs) it's definitely roommates um People talk about how good this game is. Uh, they're wrong. It's great. Yeah. Um, and also, I just want to say, um, I out I outjoyed everyone else, and so I won because I'm better at joy. So I never uh, emptied the garbage. Yeah, exactly. I had horrible roommates. Uh, I was the only good one, so there's that. Um, actually, so it's going to sound interesting uh, and maybe crazy, but my favorite game, and it's not really a game yet, is Cross Stitch. Because I think the thing to me when we were workshopping it, it's I think I can see what it's going to be. And I think that's really exciting sometimes. And this isn't even my design. Yeah. But, like, when you have a design and you, <laughs> you can see where it could go and, like, what it could be and how mm-hmm. interesting it could be, um, that's really energizing for me personally as a designer. So in this case, it wasn't even my design. Just, like, seeing, like, what's next, um, that, that made it the best to me. So. Sick. All right. I'm going to be the first person to actually follow Jason's rules, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> one thing. Thank you. Yeah. And yeah. make it Extra actually credit. be a lightning Old round. <laughs> tell, uh, tell me you don't normally record with Jason without telling me you don't record with Jason. He actually listens to what I say. <laughs> uh, so my favorite would have to be Diatoms. Yeah. Uh, it's so sad I didn't 
it's like I saw it for the first time uh, like a year ago, probably I think at like PAX maybe, uh, and it always looked beautiful on the table. And last night I finally got to actually play it, and it's got the the game system to back it up, or the gameplay to back it up, and lots of smart design decisions in there. It's just super cool, super good game. Yeah, uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Snatch that baton for all you listeners who can't see us. Um, I, yes, got to playtest a lot of things. Uh, well, I don't know. Playtest things. Um, I'm riding the high of playing roommates with David, so I'm going to say that one. Because boy, howdy, it's awesome. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. And it's one of those things where it's like, there's this whole conversation. Can, can I talk about the theme? Yeah, you so, can talk. Okay, I, I didn't know. This whole conversation, like, what the theme of this game should be, and genuinely, like, it's like, oh, it, how do we get it more whimsical? How do we get it to be, like, more more escapism? That's the word. Like, we, how do we make sure it's giving escapism? And it's like, this, this is an example of a game that's like, you don't need a different world. You don't need animals. You don't need it to be, like, some, like, light fantasy. You're all brewing and, and you're orcs or whatever. It's just like, I just want cozy dingy New York apartment with a bunch of other people and that's all I thought about and I loved it and is is great. It was great. It was a good time. Thank you. <laughs> the uh, Alright, um, well I'm I'm gonna go with Clarence's diatomes is my my favorite. Um, we played we played together yeah. last night, right? Yeah, yeah, you kicked my butt. Um, <laughs> really good at it. Um, but it's it's beautiful and it's simple yet complex. Um, and it's I mean it's the it's there's probably many games that I played this weekend that when they are published I will go buy, um, but this is like the top of my like list. Like it's already I've already followed it on Kickstarter and I'm ready to hit buy in that first 24 hours um, and maybe buy maybe buy some for like my nieces or something. Yeah. It's, Sick, um, yeah. It's really it's really great. I gotta try it. It's and, fabulous. And just like for the record, I said like. I have two favorite games right now. <laughs> the other one is Diatoms. It is it is an extraordinary thing. It's really wonderful. Awesome. Wow. And my turn. So I'm gonna cheat because I made the rules. Everyone else cheated. Uh, so I feel so bad about it. Uh, Knitting Circle was my second favorite. It was amazing. I loved it. Um, I heard so much hype about that game. It's so hyped. And it's so lived up to the hype. Aww. So, and I really, really enjoyed it. Um, but, sorry, David, I like to embarrass you, but it's Roommates is not, oh, Roommates <laughs> is like, it's, so it's not published, right? But it is like, it is, it is my favorite game that I've played in the last year. Wow. And I yeah. mean that wholeheartedly. Like, there was, there was less hype for Roommates than there was for Knitting Circle somehow. Because somehow. somehow. It's because you didn't ask me about it. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> you may have talked about it. I may have just thrown it yeah. out. But, um, <laughs> Common. But no, like, I, it's it's funny because the only reference I had was the one cardboard Edison, and that um, I saw you playing it with people, and I when then when you pulled out the game, I was like, this is not the game I saw, and you're like, I redid the board, <laughs> so I was like, oh okay, <laughs> so I had no idea what I was getting into, and then like, it just I I'm gonna say it again, you know what I'm gonna say, but I'm gonna say it again. So in the in the game, you take two actions, and then you everybody else goes, and you take two more actions, and I took my first two actions, and I was giddy about taking my second two actions on turn one because at that point I was already hooked in the game I was yep. like I love yep. this game I get it it clicks so like mm-hmm. I mean yeah it's just it's just so good like I can't I and I and the Go best is when you say sweet things about it David <laughs> gets all red and puts his head down yes. <laughs> and I love it he's doing it right now I wish you could see it oh, but it is just so good yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love it. I cannot wait to uh, to play it uh, when it's published at some point. I, I'm going to buy two copies, and I'm going to yeah. give one to somebody that I like. Oh I know that's going to be. It's not going to be any of y'all. Someone that you live with that you want to be like, here's how to be a better roommate. Ooh. Oh, sick burn. Only do things for cookies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the bottom the of the Kickstarter, kids. Kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. I love it. It's this amazing, wholesome game, and also has this, like, snarky edge of you can be passive aggressive with it by gifting it to someone that's a nice touch yeah um it is legit a game that like i would pay for a game crafter copy of it so i could get it early yeah it's the game crafter copy is you you don't you don't want it (laughs) you you say that but it 
when you when you're doing you'll it be, outside, you'll be like 120 bucks in the hole. It's oh, so man. expensive. Well, yeah, don't don't wait wait until you can afford it for a fraction of that price. Well, okay, fine. Yeah, I right. suspect but I'm I gonna feel it. that way about Knitting Circle too, but I haven't been able to play it. So uh, we're gonna go back around the other way again. This time it's a simple, easy question. If you don't have an answer, that's fine. You can say you don't have an answer, but. Well, I like to talk about food, so like, what's the best thing you ate when you yes. were here? Starting oh. with Emily. Oh my God. Oh. Especially because you're really excited. I can't wait to hear what you have, but. Yeah, and if you don't start, have anything oh, special, no, that's cool. Oh, I've okay. got something. Uh, not breakfast. Not breakfast. Oh my God. <laughs> I, went to, I went to a two hour breakfast that ended up with like dry, sad pancakes at the end. Um, that was not it. Um, <laughs> no. Um, food court pizza. There's like a Jets. <laughs> pizza place which yeah. I don't have near me and it's like a deep dish style like that is my absolute pizza. favorite type of pizza and I saw someone eating it on I don't know one of the first nights and I went and I got my own and I took it to my room and that was like the best thing I've eaten all weekend I've eaten very good things but like oh my god I love that pizza and I can't get good pizza in Boston I certainly can't get good deep dish pizza in Boston uh, you haven't been to Leonis there are probably jets mm. in Boston no, there are, there are no jets Boston. in Boston, but we have a place. Looked, they're, they're pretty mid I looked yeah. after okay. I found them here. I was like, everywhere. I would like this. There are like three in my I'll town. I'll try Leone's, but I feel like yeah. I have tried them before. Yeah, and it pro was tip mediocre. if you're in Somerville, you go to Leone's. Mm. That's, I can't eat it because they have so much garlic in the sauce, but yeah, yeah Leone's is did the place you, to go. Also, you, the ice cream. Did you get the turbo crust on your Jets pizza? Turbo crust? What the hell is that? What is a turbo crust? Is it more crust? If it's no. in court version, they might not have turbo uh, crust. I didn't know it was food crust. court yeah. when I ordered it. I just was like, this is the Jets pizza place that someone got to, but you can walk to it yeah. through the hotels. Mm. And, like, it's like, like it's like a Parmesan garlic crumble that they like uh, bake on. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, you don't get Jets without the That's turbo crust. Oh my gosh. It's well, so I'm going to get Jets know. without the turbo crust because yeah. it'll, it'll murder pizza? my insides yeah. for days. It's a full-size yeah. pizza, but it's two smaller pizzas, so every piece is a corner piece. That's so... Okay. They're the best oh out of deep dish, I right? Just, yeah, this is... But All also right. the ice cream. Yeah, the ice cream is good. Maya. Yeah, so Jamie and I have the same answer, so I'm going to give my second favorite and let Jamie do the first favorite. Uh, tonight, uh, Earlier so today... Fun. I have a whole story. Oh, yeah. Earlier today, we went to a cafe called The, the Forge something. Forge? Or was it just yeah, the yeah, Forge? Yeah, the board game bar? Yeah, For, yeah Forge yeah, Tavern. The Forge, the Forge Tavern. Yeah, That's Forge it was, Tavern. Yeah. Uh, it is the like most cozy, oh. genuinely loving little place, like... The food is all incredible. The ambiance is incredible. We were talking with one of the servers and it's just like a family run little thing. The wife uh, uh, who, who runs it uh, makes custom drinks every Thursday for different events and like yep. it is and it, the kids it, work in the kitchen it's the like I want to take this place and bring it to Portland like yeah. I want this to be my <laughs> new gaming spot because it is it is perfect and they had fluffy cheesecake yeah. from scratch and I was yeah. obsessed oh. with it yeah. and the macaroni was so good it was so good everything was so good was and so, so good. simple it was like straightforward no frills made with care perfect Clarence all right, for me, it's right across the street, probably at uh, Mikey's Late Night Slice. Mm -hmm. uh, really good pizza. That was uh, good. That's yeah. what we had today. That's right? what we had. I had it fresh oh, over there the other really night, though. Yeah, that, that was, was good. good. Yeah, yeah. Second and best pizza. I bonus points week. for Vigo from Ghostbusters ambiance on the wall. <laughs> really? Oh, no, I wish I'd went there. picture? I like the Frida Kahlo. That was awesome. <laughs> Roscoe. Uh, yeah, so. Uh, a lot of the stuff at the market's really, really great. Um, but I think the best thing I had this weekend was probably um, uh, at local cantina. So um, it, it's, a, it's a great place to grab something fairly quick for dinner. Uh, just FYI, it's just like a block down the street. Yep. Uh, they have and it great, wasn't that busy. Yeah. If you, if you get just before the, the vendor hall closes, like you can like get in there before the rush yep. and like grab some tacos. They have chips and salsa and you have a couple margaritas. It's like... Yeah. We went the other night, and it was, like, just perfectly hit the spot. Um, yeah, Jenny's is always good. It's probably in my top five, but uh, it's not the top uh, top ice cream for me. But it's pretty good. Mm. Um, I had uh, an absolutely dynamite bagel sandwich from a place called The Locks. Um, that's a little, little further down than some of the other stuff we're talking about, but it was worth the walk. Um, they make their bagels like they're just constantly making bagels fresh all oh, morning. Nice. So yeah. it's like a bagel That's that was best. like baked it. like minutes ago. Um, yeah, sausage, sausage egg and cheese, simple, easy, so good. One of one of the best 
bagel sandwiches I've had in a while. Sick. I have a little story to lead into mine. I've had a lot of food in Columbus, Ohio so far. Really fancy taco at Agave and Rye across the street. Mediocre. I had braced spare ribs that cost $60 at a place down the road. I didn't pay for it. Oh, I, Maya's God. making a face of me. I didn't pay for it. It was part. Of, it was the big like celebratory what dinner, birthday dinner. Braised short ribs, sixty dollars, mediocre. Bunch of. I had some sandwiches. What person you paid for this? Not listening to this. Yeah. Well, they're gonna. <laughs> you probably told them. I. I'm gonna. Um, <laughs> and I had that experience with a bunch of other stuff. Uh, the place Maya and I went to tonight was awesome. But my absolute favorite place is Bear Burger across the street. The mm-hmm. fries were perfect. Mm-hmm. The burger was perfect. I literally made a comment Mm -hmm. to the server after they were done serving us that I have worked in restaurants that were half as busy and panicked and all of the people kept their cool. They had the, it was like the chill and skilled vibe and that affects the vibe. Like they're just like super efficient and they're not panicking. They're not stressing out. It was incredible. And the ambiance was really good. There were like 77 pride flags. Yes. And it is the only place... I'm going to get slightly political for a second. Ohio has really, really bad, like, trans-exclusionary bathroom laws. And I'm from Boston where, you know, the bathroom laws are much more... They make sense. Um, and so Bear Burger is the only place that I have seen where they have gone for gender-neutral bathrooms. Nice. So that was really, really awesome to see. There are some here. There are some what, here. What? There are some gender-neutral bathrooms here. I, I They're hiding them in uh, Actually, there. that's where I thought you went earlier. That is where I went, not but I didn't realize. That, uh, you went to the bathroom. People don't know you go to the bathroom, but... <laughs> well, now they know. You <laughs> told the that corner, There's a women's Secrets bathroom, and there's real. a gender-neutral bathroom. Well, I so, will. That's the only one that I know because I had to pee really bad, and they were cleaning the men's bathroom. But I was like, it says all gender, <laughs> so I'm going. Yeah, yeah. and uh, it was just a one stall deal. But uh, I'm great to hear that, was, that, that you can have all the genders now. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad that you've awakened your inner genders. That's I was great. like, I feel like I'm allowed to use this, because like, <laughs> it says anyone can. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah. I was quick. But yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was so fast. Uh, I'm not going to make it if I have to wait for this guy to finish cleaning. So. This podcast took a weird turn. Yeah, I was going to say, like, <laughs> this is really good content. <laughs> really good stuff. We talk about the real stuff. A plus oh, content. Well, I mean, we did just uh, pass midnight, so, you know, yeah. that's when things go. Yeah. yeah, I also, I also want to tell And the reminder about... just popped on my phone to publish the podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> but that's the one with you and I. So Make sure you publish this one, too. I worked really hard to sing the theme song. I practice in the Hour multiple times a week. I That's not that. a lie. I, I do. Anyways, I so my favorite. <laughs> so glad you asked, Maya. Thanks. Uh, I've said this probably on every Origins recap we've ever done, but if we talked about food, it's Hubert's, uh, the Polish place. I literally eat there every lunch that I can when I'm here because we don't have good Polish food where I'm from. Uh, I mean, I'm sure somewhere, but no it's, place it's local. It totally surprises me. I'm sure there's some place around. Like, I don't know of a place, and I just adore that place. So I always go and get food there. My second favorite thing was definitely going with you to get ice cream today. That was a nice, we had a good walk. Was it Jenny's? Tasty ice cream. Yeah, it was Jenny's. We walked all the way down to get a little walk-in and stuff. It was nice. Brought back some for Ben. He had some everything bagel ice cream. I said, Ben, what flavors? He's like, onion? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um... So uh, let's mix it up for this last one. So last question, uh, and then we'll go around and just do our all our information. Our people want to get a hold of us. Uh, so last question is, what was your favorite moment at the con? And I'm going to go first this time. Okay. I have a funny one, uh, and I don't anybody else swear, but I'm going to swear. Um, what? So <laughs> it was playtesting with Emily. <laughs> we were playtesting Good Kitties, and there were... Uh, Emily and then four other four, four players, uh, yeah. three of which were game designers. Yeah. And there was this other woman who was not a game designer, as it turns out. And she was playing the game, and and we were giving some feedback. I mean, yeah, we were giving yeah, some feedback, feedback. And she's yeah. like, "Are you all game designers?" Mm-hmm. And we said, "Oh yeah, yeah." And all of us like, "Yeah." She's like, "You gotta be shitting me." <laughs> <laughs> she's, and then she's like, "She's like, it has been my dream to like." do a play test for an unpublished game and now I'm doing one and there's other game designers she was so <laughs> excited and so cool. nice yeah. uh, and it was just it was just really cool to have her be like like she was just giddy about it it just yeah. made me happy so um, yeah that's amazing yeah. 
going. You know what? I'm going to point at people. Snake and back. Oh, Roscoe. All right. Hot seat. Hot potato. Wait, does Roscoe point at someone afterwards? Yes. Pass it around? All right. Oh, okay. Um... This is turning into a weird spin the bottle game. I'm not sure. <laughs> it's way <laughs> too late. Uh, there's never been a spin the bottle game that's been weird. What are you talking about? <laughs> it wasn't weird until now. Yeah. <laughs> the first one. Um, I would say like just generally. Um, I worked at the Unpub table a lot. Um, I was I was testing a lot of people's games, and it was really just interesting to see. Um, so it's kind of more of a collective moment, not a specific uh, event like Jason was explaining. Making the rules. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's well, a lot. It was, it was really interesting to see like people come up and just like, what is Unpub? What's you know what, what's happening here? Why are people here? What's going on? Uh, stuff like that, and just to like talk about like trying to be supportive of other designers, playing other people's games, just like that whole vibe. Had some conversations from other people of like how we can all help other people who maybe couldn't come or don't have the resources to come. How can we like make it more um, accessible for people who? Like don't have the the resources to like come all the way here and and, mm-hmm. and you know the the money or or whatever the 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 hurdle is, um, so just like that whole part of like trying to contribute and help other people like to me like I like to do that I like to help so um, it was just a lot of fun to like spend the con mostly helping other people. That's yeah. awesome. Hell yeah. My. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, it's past 10.30. We're long past sappy hours, so I'm sorry. It's going to get a little gushy. <laughs> Genuinely, my favorite moments here has been just seeing my friends. Like, yeah. I, <laughs> I, this, y'all are amazing. I hope you know that. Like, I, hey. str- I struggle with doing things I want to be doing, and so you have helped me so much getting here being a part of the game design industry and then actually like being able to touch you all and see you all like i have so much love for you all i will yeah yeah, i just this like yes there's a lot of great stuff in here other great stuff but like genuinely just i i don't want this to end and Mm -hmm. it makes me really sad because i have to go back to portland which is an entire country on the other side so yeah, Poland. Yeah. It's this whole other country. It's this whole other country. Yeah. And the... <laughs> <laughs> I, it just makes me sad because, yeah, I love y'all. This is this has been an incredible past few days. Hell yeah. Yes. Oh, God. Don't make me fall that. Um. <laughs> My favorite thing was all the feedback I got. Oh. Amazing how much everybody loves me. Loves me. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it, like, it, it, was, it was a... I had a moment, like, I'm not a very good advocate for myself, and, like, when it comes to getting stuff out in front of people, like, I'm a, I, I just, like, I'm always falling into, like, cheerleader mode. Like, I love hyping people up and, and talking about stuff that other people are doing, and um, I'm not good at hyping up my own stuff, and, like, when I need to get, like, play test on just getting the game in front of people. I'm so, like, still very timid and weird about it. Um, and earlier tonight, there was, a, there was, like, a really cool moment where a bunch of people I've never met, like, really rallied around me, and they were like, no, we're, we're, we're I, we don't know you. We're going to get the game on the table right now. And, like, <laughs> like, passing me around, like, forced people to be like, are you done yet? Are you... Which, um... Fun story for that for the for once we stop recording for some of the folks here, but um, something something happened that some people will think is interesting. Um, but <laughs> the um, uh, yeah, it was just it you know kind of like what Maya said. Like it's just having people who support you and care about you is so special. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll pass it to Jamie. Shit. <laughs> um, no swears. Oh, you said it. It's fine. <laughs> uh, it's the one time I get to swear on the podcast. Um, so I'm going to cheat and say a few things. Uh, <laughs> oh, shocker. <laughs> <laughs> I should no, just I... say, say, say five things, and Jamie would just say one. <laughs> That's not true. Or ten. Probably Oh, yeah. <laughs> Y'all got the beat on me. Um, so I'm really glad that you know, Maya and David were talking about this because it, it is 
all too easy to take for granted how important the, or how do I word this? It's all too easy to take for granted that the most important thing is the people that are here and not the things that happen or the games that we play or whatever. Like that's what brings us together, but us being together is the core thing. Um, and that was just like a really good reminder. Speaking of good reminders, the best thing that I, so a bunch of rad things happened. Like uh, Eric, I got to meet Eric Lang and we've been talking all weekend. And today he told me to pitch games to him and gave me like his direct line to contact him, which is wild. Um, I got a job in the industry. So after Gen Con, I'm gonna be a game developer on contract, making IP games that are really, really cool. We've already started talking about the first projects I'm gonna work on. And I'm gonna be paid like a livable wage to make games, which is wild. Um, but the number one thing that I think is really sticking with me to, and is in line with this like not I've been feeling a lot of imposter syndrome because a lot of successes for me have happened in a very short amount of time and I'm kind of reeling about it, like getting game signed, going to Essen, getting a job, all this other stuff. Because I've been working for like no tangible benefit for like eight years on games. I'm just like, yeah, whatever, this is fine. Now everything's happening at once and I'm feeling a lot of imposter syndrome about it. And I pitched some games to Andrew Chesney, for uh, the CEO of Chip Theory. And at the end of it, I was about to walk away and he was like, just remember, that people aren't just interested in your games. They're interested in you as a person and you as a, like what you specifically, you Jamie bring to the table. And that is more valuable than your games. So just keep in mind that like you also have value. It's not just your games. And I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna cry. Um, Cause that really helped me <laughs> realize how much I have been trying to fight against imposters, imposter syndrome over the past few months, ever since like all this good news started pouring. So that was really wild. Clarence. Yeah, so for me, uh, I, I would say my favorite moment is definitely about an hour ago in the playtest I already mentioned and talked about and where everybody was like screaming and laughing <laughs> and being loud and probably annoying to the tables beside me. Sorry, David. <laughs> <laughs> Look, at least you weren't the one with the bell. That was yeah. Oh, no. yeah, sorry if you're the bell designer listening <laughs> to this. I'm sure it's a great game. Like, Y'all, like, if you got a bell in your game and you got to ask if the people next to you have, like, hearing issues, that that's really true. <laughs> the whole room, really, yeah. yeah, I was across the room. But, uh, yeah, yeah so the, the whole, uh, yeah, seeing everybody be excited about it and everything like that's that's like a, a a huge motivator for me in game design is just bringing joy to people right mm -hmm. and and seeing that is just one of the best feelings i think you can get as a game designer somebody's there with your game and just laughing and just having a fabulous time there's nothing better than, than seeing that i think mm -hmm. I think I'm left. Yes. Are you? Did you already? I went first. You went yeah. first. Okay. Throw Remember, he was swearing. Okay. Oh right, he's swearing. <laughs> Don't right. swear. I won't swear. <laughs> so I mean, so I was sitting here thinking. I was like, I had some great game moments, um, but I think I'm gonna I'm gonna jump back to the people topic, um, and I'm I'm gonna cheat too. Um, so definitely starting it out, the finding finding our friends, particularly in human person space. Like Maya came like running in. It was yeah. Like, <laughs> Big hugs, right? Jason was standing by my table for I don't know how long, and I'm just like sitting there playing. Oh, this person's watching us. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> totally not oh tracking God. that it's Jason. And then I was like, Oh my God, it's Jason! He's <laughs> like, Can we hug? What's going on? You're in person. Um, but I think for me, the the biggest moment was um, a couple of people here were in a particularly tough play test that I had uh, earlier in the weekend. Um, where I was getting some feedback that was very challenging. I think it was delivered in a way that was uh, not was. the greatest. It was poorly delivered. And I was sort of really trapped in, you know, don't argue with the play tester, take your notes, try and get more out of it, but just try and move it on. And I had other people at the table, Jason, Zach, others jump in and, um, and, and stand up for me, right? And help me through that in the moment. Um, and then I had other people from this group sort of rally around me afterwards. Um, and that was really, it was really important for me. It was a really, really hard moment. Um, and it was so incredible to have the support of this group. Um, so thank you to all of you. <laughs> um, thank you for those who are able to figure it out in the moment. 
and um, thank you for those who were there for me uh, afterwards because it made me feel incredibly supported and incredibly loved and just incredibly lucky to have this group of friends. So. Good note. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. All right. So, All right. So what's everyone's Twitter handles? So thank you, everybody. So we're going to do two more things. That is, we're going to go around and give our information, and then uh, and then we're going to sing the outro. Yes. yes. Uh, we're going to try it. We're going to do building the game twice, and then we're going to sing the outro. With Jason and uh, friends. Yeah. Yeah. Building the game, build the game, Jason and friends, Jason and friends. Yeah. yeah. And then, building yeah. So, yeah. That, yeah. We can't spoil it. I don't even know my own outro. <laughs> Jamie does. Uh, okay. So, um... So, of course, if you want to get in touch with us, you can go to buildinggamepodcast.com. There you can find a link to our Discord. We had a lot of interest in our Discord. We're talking to people. Um, like, I know Roscoe, I heard you try to tell people. I was telling everyone that would listen, come to our Discord meetup. Mm-hmm. A lot of people who hadn't heard about that were really interested in the idea. So, yeah. um, and uh, emails, buildinggamepodcast.gmail.com. Find us on the Twitter, at PodcastBTG. I am at J.E. Slingerland. Uh, James Sabriel has deleted all of their social media, so join my Discord if you ever want to talk to me at all, or the Building the Game Discord. All right. Did not see that coming. All right. Here we go. <laughs> David. Um, I'm on Twitter while it still exists at David Maznado. Uh, yeah, I'm on Twitter at Roscoe Shaw. Uh, this is Clarence. I'm on Twitter at Stoic Hamster. I'm just on the Discord. Come on down. Also, I wanted to add about the weekly meetups. You don't have to join the video call if you want to. People also just do text meetups as well. Yep. And some people didn't know that. Did you just say that? No, I didn't, but I've been telling people that. Yeah, okay. like, hey, just come listen. And a couple people were like, oh, why don't I just come listen? That's a great idea. I was yep. like, just listen in. Like, it's fun. And then when you have a chance, you can talk. Yeah. yeah. So If you want. If you want, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Don't have to. Uh, and I'm on Twitter at Tiandris, T-I-A-N-D-R-I-S, and maybe someday I will change that name. <laughs> That's Emily's middle name, in case anybody didn't know. <laughs> Emily Tiandris Vincent. Absolutely. For sure. <laughs> Unlock hidden knowledge. All right, everybody. Jamie, you start us off, because I feel like you know what I'm actually going to say. <laughs> Building the game, building the game with Jason and friends, with Jason and friends. Building the game, building the game with Jason and friends, with Jason and friends. The episode that's the end of the episode.